Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, the World Test Championship uh, got underway last night. Uh, our time at the Oval, of course, in London. And uh, on the spot uh, there was uh, the BBC chief cricket writer, Stefan Schimmelt, who uh, is also uh, doubling up uh, after the game because he's at the moment watching West Ham uh, in a tense battle with Fiorentina. I think it's uh, fair to say that Stefan has popped out of the pub to talk to us, which is great. Uh, Stefan, uh, let's uh, focus on the cricket first of all. 327 for three after being sent into bat uh, and no Ravi Ashwin. Uh, how many mistakes did India make yesterday? Quite a lot, actually. Ian, it was ominous from an, uh, an Englishman's point of view to see Australia bat so well when the Ashes, the five tests, uh, Ashes series is due after this World Test Championship final. I had no problem with India deciding to bowl first um, at the Oval. The pitch was green, the sky was grey. Pat Cummins said he would have done exactly the same thing if Australia had won the toss. But their biggest mistake was admitting Ravi Ashwin. They did exactly the same thing last summer. They were in a very similar situation, India, playing a, a one-off test against England in that sort of fifth test that was held over um, from the summer before. They omitted Ashwin then. They paid the price. And the same has happened today. It was difficult to bat this morning. India bowled really well with the new ball. Mohamed Shami and Mohamed Siraj. They reduced Australia to 76 for three. But after that, the backup bowling wasn't good enough. It didn't carry enough threat from Shardul Takur and Uma Shadav and Travis Head and Steve Smith, two high-class players, cashed in. Now, if you're being fair to India, you have to say they missed Jasprit Bumrah. He's been out for a long time with a back injury any team would miss a bowler of his quality but they left the number one ranked bowler in the world sitting on the bench and you can't do that can you in a, in a game as high stakes as a world test championship final australia's top order packed with left-handers it's okay saying oh we think the pitch is going to move around it's got grass on it but as the late great shane Warne always said if it's going to seem it's going to spin. It was a huge mistake to leave Ashwin out and it could have already cost India a shot at being crowned the World Test Champions. Well, they're going to have to have a, a hell of a big second morning, otherwise they're uh, going to be chasing down uh, well over 550, maybe even 600 runs. Australia will show them no mercy, I think it seems at that. Um, yes, and I also add to the Ashwin theory because uh, the bloke that's 146 not out is Travis Head. And it, uh, it's a pretty well-known fact. Uh, he's not that flash against offspin bowling. So uh, it's a, it adds to the puzzle, really. But uh, let's talk about this Australian partnership. 251 unbroken for the fourth wicket. Um, that is an outstanding effort on any surface. That's right. And it's interesting to see Travis Head um, make such a big score so early in our summer uh, the way i like to think of it is uh, if england have been playing baz ball but before that there was trav ball um, in the last ashes series down under travis had 
was the player of the series. He scored the most runs on either side and he did so with a strike rate in the high 80s before England were getting after test bowling attacks. Travis Head was doing just that. This was his sixth test hundred. It's the first one he's made overseas and from an Englishman's point of view we have so much attention on Steve Smith and Marnus Labashane because we've been hurt by them in the past David Warner he gets lots of headlines and his battle with Stuart Broad might be one that defines the summer but Travis Head has really been the form Australian batter over the past couple of past couple of years he's flown under the radar a little bit and it just adds to that problems that list of problems that England might have in the ashes if straight away Head is in form he came to the crease at 76 or 3 when the ball was doing all sorts I think he hit his fifth and sixth deliveries for back-to-back boundaries and he was away 100 off 106 balls the third fastest test century ever at the Oval which is a pretty mind-boggling statistic in its own right and he fully deserved it I think if India um, were honest with themselves they could say that maybe they didn't bowl short enough to him earlier on he had a really tough time in the 90s when Shami and Siraj tested him out with a uh, with a bumper barrage but all in all he was excellent Travis Head he cut the ball he drove it through the covers he barely scored a run straight down the ground I think there's only two runs in the V between mid on and mid off which tells its own story and then at the other mm. end Steve Smith was just Steve Smith he, he didn't quite have the fluency of head I think he had 20 off 60 balls um, he was overtaken and outscored by Travis Head but he was infuriating from a bowler's point of view never looks in but you also never think you can get him out he looks set up for another gluttonous asses summer um, did it spin at all? Uh, you know, the, the Shane Warne theory, did, did Ashwin get anything out of it? And, and when I say that, I, I'm looking forward in the match to the effect that Nathan Lyon might have. It, Ravi Jadeja, he did have an effect. He There was a, a, a period in the afternoon when he came into the attack and there was a really good battle between Travis Head and Ravi Jadeja, the left-hander on strike, the Jake Jadeja bowling round the wicket and he did cause had some problems it was really intriguing to watch Jadeja with the ball on a string and head trying to get after him but you wouldn't have said that was through necessarily excessive turn it was just through the guile of Jadeja his flight his control of length and head's eagerness to get after him what we've seen in the past couple of weeks um, in the UK is I can't remember the last time it rained, Ian, and we're set up for a really hot weekend. They're saying there's going to be um, 30 degree heat, which if you can believe it or not, that's caused a weather warning <laughs> in this part of the world. We don't deal well when the, the mercury starts touching 30 degrees. But what that suggests is that the pitch is going to dry out and there is going to be something there for Nathan Lyon. India this theory of they wanted to bowl first, they wanted to get into the Australia attack. It was fine from my point of view, but it hasn't really worked. And what we could have now is Australia piling up a big score. Um, Australia's mm. quicks come in Stark, Stark and Boland, um, having some fun with the new ball. And then Nathan Lyon coming to the fore in the fourth innings of the match. 
Right, uh, we better let you go, uh, Stefan, because I think the second half has just kicked off. Uh, give us uh, uh, thanks very much for giving us a, a review of uh, day one in the World Test Championship final, and uh, we so look forward to the remainder of that, and of course the Ashes, which uh, is um, what about this time next week? Amazing, fantastic summer you guys are going to have over there. Thanks for your time, mate. Always a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, I'll catch you soon.